everyone, and welcome back to Just Following Up, the podcast about finding story ideas and pitching them to the proper publications. So, to recap the last episode, part one of Story Ideas, I advised you to start mining your interest for stories. The example I gave was my writing of stories about my invisible disability. Uh, one of those stories appeared on Pillpax's Folks, which is their editorial arm, part of their content strategy to promote their service of delivering um, different prescriptions to different people who can't go out and pick them up on their own. So I hadn't checked up on this My Story statistics on Pillpax's folks um, in a bit. So after last time I spoke to you all, I took a gander and found it's been shared over 12,000 times since its publication in July of 2018. Uh, people connect with personal stories. I don't have access to all of the data about how when and where the piece was shared, but I can assume it made the rounds on social media and it helped that I posted the link on Reddit. Within a traumatic brain injury subreddit, I've been consistently active in for the past four years uh, following my accident. This particular story serves as an example of how your personal life and the communities you move in can help you create and disseminate your pieces. Uh, people want content that connects. They want to see someone vulnerable and empathize with them to learn about themselves and the world around them in the process. I think this specific piece performed so well because it points out a reality for many people while simultaneously telling people outside of that experience what they can do to be more conscientious of other people's personal lives. It also touches on the tensions of accepting truths about yourself, and while this deals with disability specifically, it's a pretty universal idea, self-acceptance. This was something also um, uh, pe other people insisting you're fine when you're clearly not that we all discussed at length within that subreddit um, I w about traumatic brain injury. And most of the posts still on there uh, consist of people having this problem with their own relationships. All right, now that we've rehashed and interrogated that a bit. Let's talk about these story ideas you've cultivated since last episode. I'd start by having an organization system. Otherwise, you'll confuse yourself trying to keep them straight. Uh, I Personally, I know I did that before I came up with systems for tracking the pitches that I had written and where they were exactly, how developed they were. So my first foray into organizing everything involved using Microsoft Excel and then Google Sheets uh, when I became paranoid about my computer crashing and I wanted everything online 
so I could access it from anywhere. Uh, now I use Trello since I find the visual uh, component pleasing and easier for me to manage. Plus, I can have different boards for different types of pieces. Uh, for example, I have one for uh, opinion editorial pitches, personal essays, another for reported pieces, and I also write a lot of comedy bits. It keeps me sane, so I have another board for that. Another handy thing about Trello is that you can leave notes and assign due dates to cards on each board. So why is that useful? Well, for example, I can have a pitch board, as I mentioned before. Um, I'll use my recent piece for Dame Magazine about the sexual harassment of unpaid interns as an example. Uh, when I originally came up with that idea, I created a card titled Me Too for unpaid interns on my reported pieces list. Then I left a comment and the date whenever I sent it to an editor uh, at a publication. I would also leave the email address so that I had on file the, the e editor and their email address. Um, that just helped me do whatever helps you. So when I received a rejection, which I obviously did because freelance writing is full of rejection, so much so that I'm going to denote, uh, to dedicate a future episode all about to handling rejection and how it's part of the process. Anyway, when I received a rejection, I noted the editor and the publication that rejected it and the date. This is important for two reasons. You only want to send a pitch to one editor at a time. Uh, in the literary magazine world, simultaneous submissions are expected, but in the world of journalism, this is a big no-no. Uh, you also don't want to staff split or uh, pitch a different editor at the same publication if one editor already rejected you. That's just kind of rude, almost like, okay, well, you said no. Um, I'm just going to go ask Dad, Mom, because I don't respect you. Uh, yeah, it's just frowned upon. So if a piece gets accepted, uh, then I move it to the board that I have for, uh, that I titled articles due slash awaiting pub date. So in this list, uh, once I move it there, I set a due date for it. Uh, it, you know, also known as the date the story needs to be filed, uh, with the editor I'm working with. Trello is great because it lets you drag and drop from card, uh, card from one list to another. When you file the piece and check off the due date, you can archive the card if you want your entire board to be less hectic, or you can do what I do and make another list titled published in all caps um, and add a link to the piece uh, first thing in the description card. It's nice to have all the links ready to go in one place. 
it is getting a bit unwieldy as the bylines grow, not to brag or anything. It's a great problem to have. Uh, you'll get there. Uh, so I may create an entirely new list de dedicated to pieces I've placed at different publications within topics assigned to their own list. Uh, for example, I'd put op-eds about disability under one card, uh, create its whole entire board for it. But for now, I just have one long list on my freelance pitches board. Um, Kristen Van Nest, a comedian who produces hilarious skits on her Instagram, I'll have a link uh, in the blog post associated with this episode. Uh, she and I trade pieces for feedback and workshop pitches with each other, uh, which Again, in a later episode, I will devote an entire talk about community and why it's important to have other writers and a community that you feel comfortable workshopping pitches and pieces with. Uh, but she really loves using Ripley to manage her pitches. Um, since it syncs up with Google accounts and lets you do the same thing as Trello, except the cards correspond to Google documents you've created. If having Trello as an extra step between you and accessing the file you're working on seems unnecessary to you, then you may want to check out Ripley. Personally, I need strict divisions between what I consider project management, the keeping track of pitches sent out and who they're with, versus creative development. Uh, I just tr title my Trello cards the same as the piece titles, which are also the Google Doc titles, and I'll put a link to the Google Doc in the corresponding Trello card. Uh, again, different strokes for different folks. Do whatever works for you. Check out uh, both options or something else. Uh, nothing, no uh, way of handling your pitch management is wrong. I know talking about uh, all of this without visuals can be difficult, so I have a screenshot up on my blog you can reference if you'd like of my Trello board. Some of the pitch titles uh, are censored since they're about sensitive topics, but it'll give you a, an idea of the workflow I just explained. Uh, again, I've, I've never used Ripley, so if you want to see that setup, you'll just have to check it out for yourself. Create your own account. Okay, so now you have some story ideas and you're going to put them into some kind of organi organizational software. So now what? In the next episode, I'll talk about researching your idea a bit to make sure not only has your angle not been done to death, but that you have data or studies to support, to support the claims you're making. Nothing is worse than anecdotal evidence alone. Even personal essay pitches are stronger with some data in them. So thanks for tuning in, tuning in to Just Following Up, and I'll see you next time. Until then, try out some of these organizational tools, or let me know on Twitter if you've been experimenting with one you think puts all the rest to shame. Talk soon.